Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up to date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Chicago Audible. Just a few minutes ago, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy held their annual end-of-season press conference and gave us the current scope of our Chicago Bears. I'm Harold Swildewitt, and in today's episode, I am flying solo with my top takes and thoughts on what both Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace had to say today, just in case you missed it or don't have the time to really sit down and watch the entire thing, or even on top of that, are just curious of what stood out to me. So let's go ahead and begin. Here are my top 10 takeaways, and these are in no particular order. Number one, not a lot of confidence for uh, Cody Parkey and his future here in Chicago. Ryan Pace mentioned that kicker is going to be an emphasis of focus, that they need more production from it. Uh, They asked him a few times about Cody Parkey's future. He wouldn't say that he's going to be here or won't be here, but he said obviously this is a position that they need to find a way to improve. And on top of that, Matt Nagy was asked about Cody Parkey's appearance on the Today Show, and he talked about how in Hallis Hall, ever since Matt Nagy took over, the culture that he's been trying to establish and has established is a we mentality and not one about me. And he said that Cody Parkey going on the Today Show obviously was not much of a we thing. So, But between Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace here, obviously not a lot of confidence in Cody Parkey's future. And if you actually go back and rewatch that presser, one ask about the Today Show thing, you can just see the... uh, you know, this not disgust, but kind of like the disgruntledness that Pace and Nagy had about that appearance. So for me, and I'm sure you would agree, uh, Cody Parkey, for all the frustration that he gave us this year, uh, he should not be back here as, in the Chicago Bears uniform. But at the very least, Ryan Pace did admit that they will have plenty of competition at the position. Moving on to number two, Matt Nagy believes that Chuck Pagano, this hire was, and I quote, a perfect fit due to, A, his experiences with good defenses and really great players throughout his time in the NFL. And on top of that, Ryan Pace added that any team, no matter which way you want to splice it, you never stay the same. You're either getting better or worse. And we've heard Pace say that um, for a couple of off seasons now. And Chuck Pagano, I believe, is a person that 
they believe gives the defense the best chance to kind of continue to improve. Kind of what we talked about on Saturday morning as we reacted to the Chuck Pagano hire, which brings me to number three, because speaking of Pagano, they are expecting, and I quote, a seamless transition between him and Fangio. And they talked about, it's all about how fast you can kind of get it back up and running because there's going to be an obvious transition period. Uh, but the thing about Chuck Pagano that they like is that he's very collaborative. Uh, he can work with Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace to really figure out how he can best suit the Chicago Bears and put them in a position to succeed. Unlike a person who can come in and say, you know, make a bunch of changes and be like, I want it, you know, A, B, and C, it's my way or the highway. That's not Chuck. And that's a big reason why they believe he's a perfect fit here and that the transition between him and Fangio is going to be one that will even though there, of course, will always be bumps in a road, should be rather seamless. And they also mentioned that the system, the scheme, is going to be a blend between of Pagano, what he wants to do, and, of course, what Fangio already had here in Chicago. Pagano has a solid plan on how to make this a success, and it's going to be very similar to Fangio. And, again, in terms of who's going to be controlling the defense, is Matt Nagy going to have to kind of keep his eye over there? It doesn't seem like that. Nagy mentioned that he and Pagano are going to gain trust in one another. But again, uh, this word seamless came up yet again there. So Pagano, like we talked about, should be able to be that guy to just run the defense without having Matt Nagy to worry about it whatsoever, which of course puts Matt Nagy's focus on the offense. And speaking of the offense, let's move on to number four. Lots of praise for Mitch Trubisky from both Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace today. Uh, Matt Nagy said on Mitch that you just saw all season long steps forward, and he conquered the next play mentality. He conquered the steps of what Nagy's calling one-on-one one-on-one progressions, meaning that he can go through his reads one, two, three, or run the ball. And for up next this offseason, this OTAs for Mitch, his next step to reach what Maggie's, Nagy's calling level two is to recognize pre-snap what he's going to see from a defense and learning how to react to it, how to adjust the plays at the line of scrimmage to go ahead and combat what the defense is doing. So, of course, Matt's very excited about Mitch, and so is Ryan Pace. He mentioned that he's very proud of what we saw from Mitch, especially what he was able to do late in the playoff game, and he mentioned that it's a great sign of what's to come in the future. Uh, Nagy, he kind of jumped into, he wanted to piggyback that second that because he also was very proud of what Mitch was able to do on that final drive, putting the Bears in a position to succeed. And again, we talked about that in the podcast a lot, how much Mitch has grown this year. And it's good to see it from, you know, Nagy and Pace kind of, kind of embodying the same kind of mentality here with their quarterback. And on top of that, uh, Pace was asked about the relationship between Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky. And he says he's very comfortable with it. They've seen them grow together. And just like how Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace work well together, he sees the same thing between Matt and Mitch. That's, of course, a very positive sign for the Bears and their future with their young quarterback. And speaking of the entire offense, let's go right to number five. Matt Nagy is expecting that unit to make a leap forward in his second season. He talked about last year in OTAs when they came in, they weren't speaking the same language. They had to learn it, you know, baby step, step by step to get on the same page, understand what the terminology is, what it means. And now that they have passed one-on-one, it's now on to 202. They're going to be coming into OTAs this time around, speaking the same language, having a strong understanding of the offense as it is. And that's going to allow them to make a jump because due to all the time that they've had together, their familiarity with not just one another 
or, of course, the offensive system. Having both of those combined is really going to allow this offense to take another step, which, of course, makes all the sense in the world. They're going to know these plays. They're going to be able to build upon them. They don't have to think. They can go out there and react, and that's going to be a big reason why we expect as fans that this team's going to improve on offense, and I believe internally in Hallis Hall they have high expectations for what they can do, making that second-year leap with Matt Nagy still taking over you know, control on offense and Mitch being in the second year of that system. And it's just outside of that as well. The offensive line, uh, the wide receivers, everybody, all the playmakers, uh, they're going to be able to really kind of feed off of one another as they go through this second year. Now, moving on to number six, uh, there's a lot of confidence in two young linebackers. Obviously, there's confidence across the board with such a great defense that they had. But two players that they talked about specifically, number one, Roquan Smith, Ryan Pace said that he really flourished late in the year, playing with more instincts, not having to think so much, and that the sky is the limit for him. You can tell he's kind of gushing as uh, thinking about Roquan's potential. There's a reason why they took him in the top 10 last year, and I believe Ryan Pace saw his rookie season as a success, and again, we agree with that assessment as well. And Leonard Floyd, there's an update with him as well because people were wondering, are the Bears going to pick up his fifth-year option? And Ryan Pace said yes, that the plan is to pick up that option and talked about how he believed he's still trending, and that being Floyd, upward. And we saw that later in the season as he kind of got over the hand injury and was able to really kind of take some next steps in his role on this defense. Number seven, Ryan Pace is confident that they'll have a successful offseason and fulfill all their needs despite having a lack of an abundance of resources. Right now, the Bears are evaluating their coaches, evaluating their own roster, and once they do, they're going to be able to establish the offseason plan and Ryan Pace said that they're going to challenge themselves to really improve this roster in every area. And he talked about when he was with the Saints. Uh, there was one year where they didn't have a first-round pick. They didn't have a second-round pick. So you understand the importance of really hitting on your mid-round picks in the draft. And he said that year that they had the conviction to go ahead and get a guy named Akeem Hicks. So just put it in perspective, of course, a guy like Ryan Pace, who has done a great job of finding so many talented players in the middle rounds, whether you're looking at Tariq Cohen, Eddie Jackson, a Bilal Nichols, an Adrian Amos as well. Even though, and again, we'll talk about this throughout the offseason, even though they don't have early round picks this year, they should be able to find some talent to really supplement this roster. And Matt Nagy talked about for the coaches right now, what they're working on is figuring out what fits us best, especially with the offense, figuring out what kind of players they need, where they currently stand. And then once they have uh, their scope of this entire situation, then they're going to go to Ryan to really explain their needs to him and have him formulate the plan to go ahead and fulfill those. And that goes back to just how well Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace work well together. It just shows that, you know, they have a very symbiotic relationship is very cohesive. And it's really interesting to see this openness, especially with the media, just be like, Matt's like, I'm going to be able to tell Ryan what I want and he's going to do everything in his power to go ahead and get it for me. So that's a very, there's no headbutting here. It's all very collaborative, which is a very positive sign. Something we heard a lot last year, and it's still continually here in Hallis Hall. Moving on to number eight, Ryan Pace stated that the Bears had the fewest amount of players on IR in the entire NFL this year. And obviously, we talked about this um, throughout the year, last offseason, how they needed to really revamp their training program and how the previous years they were at or very close to the top of the NFL of money spent and players on IR. And for them to have the fewest on IR is a great sign for what's to come. And the reasons why they're able to do this, at least according to Pace, was A, they brought in durable players who take care of their bodies professionally. They overhauled the training 
and of course the training room. They change the schedule and how they go about things. And if they can just continue to hone into it and continue along, that they expect things to just continue along this track. He also mentions, of course, good luck, good fortune, and how that always plays a role with it each and every year. But he believes that they're doing things internally to really put themselves in a best position to limit the injuries moving forward. And speaking of injuries, two more to kind of give an update on. Cleo Mack, if you saw, he is going to be sitting out the Pro Bowl with an injury. We learned today that that was a sprained knee that was suffered against the Eagles. And Anthony Miller, like we talked about, he will be getting shoulder surgery here this offseason to fix his labrum to hopefully uh, keep it from dislocating as much as it did last season. But of course, once you fix that labrum, it should be all systems go for Anthony Miller, which is exciting to see what he can do in a sophomore season with a healthy shoulder and familiarity with the offense. Moving on to number nine. Matt Nagy is still sickened that the Bears season is over. Just like you and me, it was very hard watching the divisional round of the playoffs, knowing that the Bears really should have been in there. And the same was with Matt Nagy. He said he was still watching those games because he's a, quote, junkie, but it still hurts knowing that they should still be playing. He then added that the players during their uh, exit interviews, a bunch of the players came in and told him individually that they really believed that they could have made a real run at it this year. And... Matt Nagy said he understands that, he likes that, and he's excited about that enthusiasm. But he also understands that now that the season's over, it doesn't mean anything. All the success that they had in 2018 is now void. We're back, he said, we're back to zero and zero. We have the foundation and that we just need to build upon it. And last but not least, number 10. Matt Nagy admitted that he did talk to Kareem Hunt last week. Interesting, right? He reached out to him, and he said he just checked in how he's doing personally. He understands that this entire ordeal is a very tough situation. He just wanted to talk about his personal life, see how Kareem is doing. And he said in the past that he's had a very good experience with Kareem. And, of course, he mentioned that all the special things that he can do on the field. Very noncommittal, but it's very interesting that he did share that they're in contact. And again, this doesn't mean he's going to be a bear, but it also doesn't mean he won't be one either. So he kind of left the door open here for that to be a possibility this offseason. So Kareem Hunt being mentioned, and again, Matt Nagy expressing that they are in communication is an interesting development that we should surely keep an eye on throughout this offseason. But other than that, that does it for me today. Uh, right here, and I'm in the middle of my work week, my work day on a Monday. Decided to take a 15-20 minute break to pop out a quick podcast for you guys to give you my insight and a little bit of my top takeaways. What stuck out to me from this end of the season, you know, press conference. And again, we're going to be here all off season long, covering each and every uh, breaking news, no matter how big, no matter how small, how small. So I appreciate everyone that kind of tuned in today, no matter where you are, how you listen to podcasts. As you know. Uh, we, all of us at the Chicago Audible, really do appreciate you and the support that you give us. We'll be back soon as we are also, just like the Bears, we are beginning our off-season evaluations of this Bears team. And it's about time to hit out our state of the franchise episodes as we break down all three phases, explain what the Bears need to do to take that next step here in 2019. But until next time, bear down, Chicago. How 
personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it.